What do Swedes do in the summer? And is it really that cold all the time? Therese was born and raised in Sweden and is here to answer all your questions about this season. My name is Rebecca and this is Worket Liu. Welcome Therese, thank you for joining us today. Hi, thank you very much. Uh, so first things first, introduce yourself. Who are you and why are you here? <laughs> Good question. Uh, my name is Tia Quist and I'm an international coordinator here at the international office. And I'm here probably because I'm born and raised uh, in Sweden, uh, but I've also lived abroad. So I, I know how to appreciate the Swedish summer. All right. So today's topic is the Swedish summer, but or the summer in Sweden. Uh, do you like the summer? I love it. Yeah. And especially, yeah, like I want to say like Swedish summer. I'm going to get into more why, but uh, I do love also like spring, uh, but summer in Sweden is something really, really special. Would you say it's your favorite season or yes. does other another season take Yes, because cake? I do love, I do like heat. I do know some people who are more into the Swedish spring because it's <laughs> so, it's so floral and so green and really yeah. just popping everything. Uh, but I think I'm a little bit more into actual summer as well. Yeah. I think spring is the time of the year where people remember that sunshine exists. <laughs> uh, so I think that's why a lot of people appreciate it. But I'm definitely um, a summery person as well. Mm. Uh, I love the heat. I, I thrive in 37 degree weather, even though <laughs> most Swedes probably don't. <laughs> I almost do as well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So a first question that I want to ask is, is it actually cold in Sweden in the winter? Uh, or in summer, you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, actually, well, I mean, it can definitely be. Like, I think one year we had 13 degrees both for midsummer and, and Christmas. Mm. So, I mean, the weather in Sweden can be very unpredictable mm. uh, in both ways. Uh, but then we've had summers with June and July above 30 degrees mm. entire month. So it's... It can vary a lot. We usually have about maybe two weeks or so, like in two different parts where it's above 30 or around 30 mm. degrees. Otherwise, I would say, I mean, the most common is between 20, 25 is, is like, an, yeah, just a regular summer, Swedish summer day, yeah. I would say. One thing that, that surprised me is really that it, it can vary a lot. I mean, midsummer is at the end of June. And I've experienced both a very cold midsummer, mm. but also very, very hot midsummer, uh, where you could not be in the direct sunlight because it was just very, very hot. And I think when I, I moved here, my I think I was super prepared for the winter. So I brought a lot of sweaters and thermal underwear and all of those things. But I forgot that I came here in August, which is still like a little bit of the summer. And I had a south facing uh, uh, window. Mm. Um, and in Sweden, air conditioning is not a thing. No, so we usually don't need it. <laughs> exactly. It, but my room got very, very toasty in mm -hmm. August. And I remember I was like, I brought like two T-shirts. This is not enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then when I went back home, I was like, okay, I need to bring some summer clothes. Yes. Uh, you never know when it's coming, but it happens sometimes. It, it usually does come at least for periods of time. And then we usually have like a mellow a little bit colder some rain in between usually yeah 
Yeah, I wanted to ask about that next. So, so what kind of weather do we have? Because the temperature varies a lot. But one thing I noticed about Lynchenbing is that it's especially windy, right? Mm, yeah, it's quite flat here mm. around. So it's quite famous for being a little bit windy. Maybe not. I've lived in Gothenburg and Kalmar, mm. which is on each side of the coast. Yeah, uh, the coast. So uh, I would say that's definitely more windy. You know, mm. the, the wind, the, the rain is like horizontal. <laughs> it doesn't go like... Uh, <laughs> so no umbrellas. Go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so umbrellas are like pointless. You just need uh, you need full coverage. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a bit windy here. Um, so if it's not properly warm, it can feel even though it's twenty degrees, it can feel a bit. Ooh. And you need a mm. sweater in the evening, I would say. Otherwise, um, it's raining not that much during summer. Still, usually we have more problems with like. Um, it's being too dry, so that we have risk mm. of of fires. Uh, oh, really? That's more common than that we have like flooded uh, summers. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, talking a little bit about uh, logistics, mm. uh, when does the the school year start and end? Like, when is summer holidays in Sweden? Okay. Yeah. So um, we have about two months off uh, for school. So usually mm. mid June until mid. August is okay. is the summer vacation for the kids. So um, historically, we had something called like the industrial vacation. So because all the industries closed in July, mm. um, so that was like c- c- Sweden just completely shut down like in <laughs> July. Uh, I wouldn't say it's not that anymore, and we become more global. We've um, a lot of people take later vacation. Uh, mm. I would say than maybe twenty thirty years ago. Uh, but still, July is is like I think where most people have the biggest part of their vacation. Mm. Some go a little bit earlier around midsummer, which is last week of of June, and then you know a bit into August mm. uh, it can be because we do have well minimum five week. We a lot of us uh, have six or seven weeks vacation, and then we have you know maybe people have parental leave and these yeah. things. So a lot of people take quite a substantial uh, summer holiday um, to be with their, especially if they have kids too, because yeah. they have uh, around uh, yeah nine ten weeks of summer holiday. And that applies to the university as well, right? So the classes or examinations they also finish around like early June. Early more June, or less, yeah, I would say, depending it's on the faculty, bit. and then it restarts sometime in mid to late August. Exactly. Yeah. If you don't, I think the, if you have any re-exams, it could be a little bit earlier uh, in August, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, but yeah. the 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 proper uh, semester usually starts yeah, 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 in yeah. the end. So uh, as staff, if you're giving class, then that's around the time that you have off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of teaching kids. Exactly. Um, so what happens to Linköping in the summer? Because I think it's something that people don't realize uh, how much having this time off from school and, and just everyone's on holidays. Uh, it's something that I, I didn't really know before I came here. But Linköping kind of stops for yes, like, that month. <laughs> I would say it's not a typical um, summer city. There are definitely things to do and experience in, in Linköping. Mm. But I would say that people move out a little bit from the city center, definitely. Mm. Um, so, uh, and I would say probably the same with non-shipping. Um, so, uh, it's a very yeah. student-focused city. So yeah. without the students, it loses That's a lot of the liveliness. Even though in Linköping, the campus is not downtown, it's evident that, of course, it gets emptied of mm. people, both students and just people in general going yeah. to their summer houses or going abroad with like very... 
big travelers in, in general. So yeah. and very naturey. Yes, it's very yeah. common to go on camping trips and things yeah, like that. Exactly. So we're not. We might be in the proximity, but we're not like in the city mm. usually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and with the university, it's also a lot of university services don't uh, work a hundred percent during the summer. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have like the info center open, like the the reception desk, mm-hmm. but other services might be a little bit uh, less. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, like the campus bus uh, also takes a break during yeah. the summer. I think. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I know that it's uh, sometimes difficult to get emails answered during mm. July. You shouldn't uh, expect to be too like productive if you have if you need other people's response during yeah. during summertime. I think uh, as I mentioned, it starts already like mid or or maybe late June and then continues until mid August, where you mm. need to uh, like kind of be prepared that people are not really a hundred percent like uh, there. Uh, they're probably you know. Is that just on campus, or are other surfaces also like kind of more slow during the summer? Yeah, I would say there's a lot of like smaller businesses close for four weeks if they're the only ones who like if they are the only staff. You know, mm. so maybe they don't take in any summer uh, staff or something like that. So definitely a little bit uh, lower, uh, but otherwise. Um, maybe buses run a little bit less and mm. and these things maybe you know you take down a little bit of these yeah these services that are not as used during summer i i would say a little bit but still not too much of a of like make creating a hassle no so but university wise it's better to take care of any administration stuff either before or after the summer yeah yeah so if you have something that where you can really just dig into it by yourself, you just need to write and really focus. That's a perfect time during summer to just mm. like, if you have time to There's work. There's no distractions. Exactly. <laughs> but if you need to collaborate, need someone else's input, then it's going to be difficult to get anywhere mm. uh, during like at least July and, and August, beginning of August. Yeah. All right. So now that we've covered like the, the more administration part, what do Swedes do in the summer? We've mentioned camping a little bit. We've mentioned going away from like the city center. Yeah. Uh, what do Swedes do in the summer? I mean... We do have a very like big tradition of summer houses. Mm. A lot of people, it can be close by, it can be far away. Um, so that's very, very common to spend like more or less your entire summer uh, in a summer house. But also, as you mentioned, camping, very mm-hmm. big on like, yeah, complete summer camping or boating like in general. So anything um, that combines like nature and traveling is that's something you could do with kids as well. Yes, yes, we, we do have a lot of a lot of our um, general in general our activities. If you are in that age or if you have kids, is sort of, yeah focusing a lot about what's good for the kids. So mm-hmm. we do like yeah field trips and these things that are suitable for kids. Your Mostly age. outdoors, as long as the weather is nice. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Gotta we, enjoy it. We do say lasts. like there's no bad, cl- there's no bad weather, only bad clothing. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I always agree because sometimes you feel like I'm not going out in this weather, but it's true. If you um, last couple of years, I've been preparing more with better clothing, and, mm-hmm. and you do realize that. Yeah, it doesn't really matter too much if it's a summer rain or if it's yeah. something like that. So you, can I mean, that to me anyway. is just. I I come from uh, a country with much nicer weather, um, <laughs> but I think that expression is just 
if you stay inside every time there's bad weather, you're gonna be inside for like 75% of the year. (laughs) So you really do have to just find the right clothes and, yeah. and, and live your life. Otherwise you're, you're going to be a little bit stuck at home and, and nobody wants that. Of course. Yeah. And it's the, it's the variation in weather that m- allows us to have like a pleasant climate for summer. It still is green during summer because mm. in many other countries it's completely just like yellow dry, and like yeah. dried out because there's no rain. So, I mean, trying to be a bit thankful that the rain does come, it does vary True. a bit. You can get, if it's 30 degrees for one week, at least, I don't want too much of a break from it, but at least maybe you get a day or two when it's like, okay, now we're cooling down a little bit. So yeah, it's. Uh, I try to be thankful for the variation as well, even though I like sun and, and warmth as well. Yeah. And there's a lot of green spaces yeah. in and around Linköping, but a lot of uh, different Swedish cities. There's always a lot of green spaces. One thing I noticed when I first got here is that Swedes will sunbathe pretty much anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in the park, even though there's no body of water around, people will still go out in their bikinis and swimsuits yes. and they will just sunbathe. <laughs> yeah. And usually they will bring their dogs as well. Yes, <laughs> that's true. If you have one, yeah. No, Very we do typical. like to take in the sun that we are given absolutely yeah yeah Yeah, it makes sense when it's Mm. uh when it's so much rarer it's Mm. i feel like it's also very much more appreciated yeah when i lived in spain uh for two years i i couldn't really get out of this mentality that i had to go out and make use of the sun (laughs) but it's when it's there like spain there's a lot of it (laughs) then it's like you need to get out like okay i have time to to utilize the the warmth and the sun anyway i don't need to do it like here you try to really maximize uh, how you use a, a good weather day. Mm. Yeah, so But it's, it's good because when there's a sunny day, you're like, no, I have to go outside. Yeah. I have to. <laughs> it's a good a bit of a push. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what is the best time to travel in the summer? Oh, good question. And if you have kids, you probably want your kids to be off of school. Yes, exactly. Um, but also, of course, if you do different, uh, well, the prices, of course, go up a lot. Yeah. It's very notable that because we are traveling both within Sweden and outside of Sweden, we are traveling. So also for other holidays, like the Christmas break and, and the, the fall break and, and, mm. and Easter break, uh, the prices of, of traveling in general goes up a lot. Um, so, uh, and it, of course it can be a bit more crowded mm. uh, in general, but I also, I once I traveled a little bit more in the middle of August and then things, summer things were getting, starting to close because mm. people were getting, so that wasn't, it's still more pleasant to like experience summer Sweden, like in July. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, but th- that's also when it can be warm. If it's ever really warm, it's usually in July. It can be in June and August a little bit as well, but July is usually when it happens. Most. And that's why everyone's gone in July. Yes, probably. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, but it, it is... I've noticed that summer in Sweden is really nice and you have a ridiculous amount of sunlight. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of people talk about a Swedish winter and it gets very dark and mm. you only have a few hours of sunlight. But I don't think the Swedish summer gets talked about enough in yeah. terms of how much sunlight there is. 
um, because of the first summer I was here, there was sunlight at like 4 a.m. Yeah, so I mean, I, it's, it's amazing. And I it's, kept waking yeah. up at 5 a.m. thinking that it was already like that, 9 that's or true. 10. It's, it's kind of a <laughs> so it, adjustment. It does mess with your rhythm a little bit. It does, um, yeah. yeah. So definitely get some blackout curtains, I would say. That is definitely needed, but it still gives a lot of energy. It can be a little bit messy, like get, going to bed and it's still light, even yeah. though you get to bed at 10.30. Yeah, yeah. uh, but also just like having like a barbecue or a summer evening and get together and it's still the you know <laughs> dusk doesn't come until like 11 or something yeah. so it's yeah, wonderful yeah. and then you can like you say just rise super early and and meet the summer morning super yeah early. i uh, think this yeah. is the perfect time to talk about midsummer which yeah. is one of the longest uh, days of the that year it is. that it is exactly yeah so i mean it comes from a uh, long tradition well it's actually like all our our festivities it's a christian mm. um uh, tradition from the beginning celebrating john the baptist mm. uh, but it's also forever almost been like a celebration of harvest in the summer just you know pushing for a good harvest a good uh yeah for everything to grow um so that's been a little bit like uh the tr tradition before it was a set date now mm. it's always so that it's a bit more easy for us yeah. like now it's always uh, a fr the friday or actually the midsummer is on a saturday but what when we celebrate mm. is friday the last or Friday week 25, as we yeah, say. It's yeah. usually around between maybe like 17th to 25th of June, yeah, around yeah, yeah. there somewhere. Yeah. From what I've seen, it's usually, yeah, it's usually like the last week of June that's yeah. around the solstice, yeah. but always, yeah, the weekend, yeah. because people want to be able to celebrate, of course. Exactly. We have the day off on Friday, and then it's like, so yeah. it's like a long, long weekend. Yeah, it's, it's very special and it's a very big thing as well. It's really big. I think, uh, yeah, I'm, a lot of people talk, I think the biggest is probably still Christmas in Sweden, like for most people, mm. like if you're gonna rank your holidays, but I think midsummer comes after, definitely before mm. Easter or or mm. like we don't really do like Thanksgiving or, or like these things. So, I mean, midsummer is, I would say, uh, you know, people have traditions. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, it, can, it can vary a bit, but I mean, the big thing is, of course, like always, there's meatballs, and and, and <laughs> but it's the focus is on sil, so the the pickled herring that yes. we do in many different <laughs> shapes and form. It's also on our Christmas dinner table. It's also on our Easter dinner table, but still, it's I think it's the most prominent thing for for midsummer. So. Uh, fresh uh, potato. I like this. Uh, yeah, this special summer potato, mm -hmm. and then this pickled herring uh, is like together with sour cream. That's like what you're supposed to eat uh, for lunch, and then maybe later it's like a barbecue or something. So, do you do flower crowns as well? Yes. So I mean, the big probably tradition that people do is you gather for for dancing around the maypole. Mm -hmm. uh, so and you have floral uh, like crowns of flowers in your hair um and yeah it's a very floral theme it's a very floral yes everything is about it but you pick flowers you're supposed to pick seven kinds of flowers on the night of midsummer and then you're going to dream about the person you're going to marry that's also oh. like this kind of long tradition so yeah that's it's sweet i yeah. didn't know that yeah <laughs> But yeah, there's a very big overarching flower theme. Like usually people also wear like flower shirts and dresses and yeah. all of those things along with the flower crowns. It's yeah. like a lot of flowers. Yeah, and the maypole is like just 
filled with flowers. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but it's it's really really adorable, and I, I highly recommend um, that people check out because a lot of smaller towns around Linshipping have like they organize their own, yeah. and then yeah. they have like guided dances where you always yeah. have to do the frog dance. Around yeah, the exactly the frog dance. Yeah, um, and it's definitely something very very nice to experience, especially yeah. if the weather is nice, of yeah. course. Um, yeah, but yeah, then you can dance around the maple and you can, uh, yeah. <laughs> you can, uh, sing the frog dance, even though you don't know Swedish. It should uh, just go with the flow. <laughs> and barbecues are also a very big yeah. part of Swedish I mean, th- culture. that's, that's, we are just completely, we are completely just mad about barbecuing. <laughs> we barbecue everything that you can just imagine fitting on a barbecue. I don't know. Like what we, is the strangest thing you've barbecued? Yeah, well, of course now it's pizza. It's a big, uh, it's barbecued a big, yeah. pizza. <laughs> That's a big, uh, starting to be like a big thing. Now everything, you know, you can put meatballs on there. You can, <laughs> of course, all kind of vegetables. And and halloumi is the big, oh, yeah. uh, nah, the Swedish good. thing. Like it's good like for vegetarians, but I think more or less everyone it's is delicious. also not veg- vegetarian. It's delicious. <laughs> I love halloumi. Yeah. It is great. Yeah. Um, I want to hear about some recommendations of the area, like places mm? that you think are nice in the region or maybe even outside the region. Mm? Yeah, I mean, so if you talk about Linköping, um, I mean, of course, if if the weather allows, of course, you know, you just travel in or visit the old town here downtown. But for a little bit more of a summer feel, mm. you take the bike or the bus out to uh, the Bergslussar, which is um, oh yeah, the boat uh, staircase or something exactly, like that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really it's a unique thing because we do have the longest uh, channel in Sweden runs from Gothenburg to, to Stockholm mm-hmm. passes by here uh, outside Linköping and we do have the biggest uh, staircase of, of these uh, the water staircase for for the boats to travel mm-hmm. when there's like a difference in height in along the channel uh, there are several along the way between the, the main ci- the two cities but uh, we have the the biggest one out here and it's a lot of you can play minche putt putt golf you can get ice cream and all this kind of... So that's really nice. Um, And swim in the lake if you're there. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Oh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It is quite cold water. (laughs) Yeah. But then you should... Exactly. But the best best beach and and lake to visit. But you save those for the really warm days. Let's Mm. go into Mutala, a beach called Varamon. It's the biggest, like... um, lake beach so mm. like not of course for the we do have uh, ocean <laughs> along <laughs> the coast but for a, uh, an in, uh, in within like in country uh, lake it's the biggest uh, beach uh, in sweden yeah so that gets quite crowded on oh, on yeah. hot summer days yeah. I would stay for the evening. I, I recommend the eve, like staying quite long maybe having a picnic or or a barbecue like late evening if and then take a swim in the in the clear yeah. water. Motala is very nice because the like the water near the coast is pretty shallow, so yeah. it's not very deep, so it's it's quite nice for younger children. Yeah. Um but also the sun warms that water and since it's not too deep, the water is usually not as cold as for example like Ruxin here. Yeah. So I I definitely agree with that. <laughs> Um, what about like outside the region? Do you mm-hmm. have any cities that you recommend to visit specifically in the summer? Um, I mean, I mean, Stockholm is always very beautiful in in summer. It does also light up a lot with the voice. Has the water like running through the city, um, and I. But I, I, it's getting more popular, and I would definitely recommend taking the train up north. 
Mm. Uh, I myself going hiking in Åre, so like one of the bigger skiing resorts mm-hmm. that also offers a lot of hiking and outdoor activities during summer, like mountain biking or, or these things. So I think that's getting, uh, in the pandemic when we, we are very like, uh, fond of traveling abroad, but now, of course, thinking about the environment, and then during the pa- pandemic, it was evident we couldn't really yeah, move yeah. outside of the uh, out of the country. A lot of more people started to appreciate everything that's within the country, and I think uh, moving up north was uh, a lot of people like went to these. It's yeah. definitely really, really beautiful up yeah, there. Yeah, it's really special. A lot of people enjoy hiking. Up Just there. be very aware of the mosquitoes because it's mm, yeah mosquito infested. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that and and ticks, I think as well. Yeah, a lot of people recommend getting vaccinated. Yeah, the vaccination is very common. Tick-borne yeah. encephalitis. Yes, so exactly. that's very good to keep in mind. Yes. Um, so now we've talked about all of this. What would you say is your favorite thing about Swedish summer? Is it the traveling? Is it the sunshine? Is it midsummer? What is it? Yeah, it's so hard to like sum it down <laughs> when it, when it's really like the thing you really look forward to the most. But as I mentioned before, how green and and like just filled with flowers and different like I don't love insects all the time, but it's very beautiful with all like bumblebees and and and, uh, and as long as it's not mosquitoes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's very beautiful to see like just like nature come into bloom. Uh, but also, I think Swedes are more um, like more social. Mm. Uh, I think we are. We are not very hard to approach all the time, but we in winter it's very evident that we do close in a little bit more. Mm. We go inside. You don't see people outdoors really. It's getting dark and it's it's hard to connect with people. But in summer it's just like everyone just wants to go out and have <laughs> afterworks or have like picnics and and meet up. So I think that's really one of the things. Just making sure you just meet up with a lot of friends and do. Yeah, like really connect with them. Maybe that you haven't had time to do. Uh, yeah, I think that's great. And year. I mean, land shopping is less busy during the summer, but the in the main square they always put the the restaurants. They they put yeah. their um, like, that's a lovely yeah yeah the, like the meet. chairs and tables outside mm. so you can sit outside and and they close the city center to cars so that yeah. it's just like a people area. Um, And I think that's really, really nice that the city transforms a little bit in Mm. the summer and it really becomes a lot more relaxed and there's no students running around. Um, So it does, the atmosphere really becomes more chill. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) And I think that perfectly fits with uh, like the Swedish summer. Yeah. Um, Is there anything that you would say that people absolutely have to do? So if they're coming to Sweden, they've never experienced Swedish summer, what would you say something they absolutely have to do? Well, something I, as a Swede as well, love to do, but that I would also recommend is to there are several places to go strawberry picking because I think strawberries. I've, I've, as I said, I've lived in, I've ate a lot of different country strawberries, <laughs> and uh, I, I might be a bit biased, but uh, there's no more savory and and red <laughs> and like just filled with flavors like Swedish strawberries. So to actually go pick your own, go out to like sort of the countryside and and there you just pick your own and then you pay for it and uh, in, in, by the by the kilo and then yeah that's really one of my s- sort of starting the summer you usually right before midsummer you can yeah. start do it usually and then maybe depending on but all through july usually so yeah i go several times i can even add there's a strawberry picking place just north of reed in shipping mm, yeah. uh in the fields okay. and uh the strawberries are cheaper after midsummer yeah so if you don't oh. if you want to pay less for strawberries 
make sure to wait until after midsummer and then you can go strawberry picking. Yes. But it's a very nice activity to go with friends but with family as well. Mm. It's just very nice. Yeah. I think I think that's a great note to end it on. Uh thank you so much for all the tips yeah, and I really hope this was a good overview of what the Swedish summer is like. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. You've listened to Work at Leo with me, Rebecca, and this episode's guest Therese. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes and check out Linköping University's vacancies page if you're interested in applying for a position here.